Yes, it is the power of prayer. Good morning. This is the Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the programming and production manager here at The Quest. And uh, day two, kicking off of the Pledge Drive. And uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday. Heard some very inspiring stories uh, talking about the power of prayer. And uh, uh, today should be no exception, too. Uh, in this hour, uh, we have Father Dan Catter. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Dave. How are you this morning? Just great. Thank you. And Good. Deacon Leo uh, Gayhafer. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> Good morning. You got it. Well done. Yes, exactly. I knew I was going to mess that up, but I didn't. I didn't, though. Uh, close enough. Yeah, if you, if you want to get in on this, uh, I'll just give the... Uh, information out right at the very beginning. Uh, give us a call, 470-508-1160. Uh, you can log on to thequestatlanta.com, uh, or you can download the Quest Atlanta app. And uh, if you don't already have that on the phone, you need that on your phone. And then if you do, there's a little dollar sign on there. You just click that, and and uh, uh, we'll... we'll uh, be able to make the pledge um i'm I'm looking for my sheet oh here it is what we want to do uh, starting off in the eight o'clock hour uh, we got some businesses that donated some gift certificates to the cause here so what i'm thinking is if if you want one of these if if you're going to call up uh or you can go online um same thing that there's a little box there that i think it says any of the boxes if you put in there uh let's start off with jay christopher's great place for breakfast or yeah, excellent. Uh, you could just type in Jay Christopher, or if, you, if you're on the phone, uh, mention that to them. We've got uh, Slopes Barbecue uh, gift certificate. We've got a gift certificate to the Thai House. Um, so, yeah, if you want one of those, just mention it uh, when you call in or when you go online, and uh, we'll get you set up. Blueberry Crunch Cakes. At Jay Christopher? At Jay Christopher's. <laughs> My favorite. Give every time. Do you? I do. Uh, me too. All right. I have never had those. I'm going to have to try it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're great. Definitely. <laughs> well, uh, we like to start off each hour uh, with a prayer. So, uh, Father Dan, would you mind leading us? Absolutely. Be happy to. And I thought I would use the, the prayer of the church, the prayer for the Collect of Mass today, this uh, Wednesday of the second week of Lent. These prayers that uh, we use at Mass during Lent are so beautiful, uh, and they really capture you know, the heart of the, the Lenten season, uh, what, what we are about as Catholics during these uh, 40 days of preparation for uh, the great season of Easter. So uh, let's use uh, the prayer of the Collect for Mass today, Wednesday, the second week of Lent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Keep your family, O Lord, schooled always in good works, and so comfort them with your protection here as to lead them graciously to the gifts on high. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, so Father Dan, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on is I am thrilled to be starting my day here with one of my favorite people uh, on the planet, uh, Deacon Leo Gehafer. You're too kind. (laughs) (laughs) But it is true. Um, Deacon, you and I were just uh, reminiscing a little bit about when we first met, uh, and I was thinking we met at uh, St. Bridget, but no, it was actually at St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church where uh, you and I first met and where you first served as a deacon. That's correct. And, you know, that's back in the day when we were young. That's right. That's right. Good old days. Good old days. Uh, Yeah. But you still look young. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, but uh, you know what? It's it's how you feel. (laughs) And I'm feeling the age. (laughs) Well, somebody was uh, was telling me yesterday, or I was talking to somebody yesterday about being on the air with you today. and they said, well, how old is Deacon Leo? I said, I don't know, but he's 20 years younger than, or, or 20 years <laughs> older than he looks. Uh, so look very young. Um, but um, yeah, so I was in my second uh, second year as a seminarian, and you were just a newly ordained deacon uh, when we first crossed paths in the summer of 2004 at St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it's hard to remember back that far, but mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I've been so blessed, you know, having begun at St. Thomas Aquinas and, and served there for actually a couple of years before moving over to St. Bridget and uh, going to work full-time over there and have been there ever since. Yeah. And it's been such a, such a great gift. And, and I know we did a lot probably that summer with youth, mm-hmm. and, and that's been one focus of my ministry over the years. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
but now I'm uh, thoroughly involved with RCIA, yeah. which uh, is, yeah. is really a full-time uh, blessing for me. Absolutely, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about this morning. Um, and now uh, that you're doing that work with RCIA, and I'm working in the Chancery of the Archdiocese in the Metropolitan Tribunal, that gives us a chance to talk periodically when uh, you reach out with unique, interesting, challenging, curious uh, situations that arise among people who want to become Catholic, and uh, you need a little input on it, and you're, you're kind to give me a call and see if I can help. Well, you always help, and, and I call you too much, probably. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's the wonder of the Catholic Church. Um, I think oftentimes that um, the Catholic Church gets a bad rap mm. for having too many rules and too many laws and, and too many ways that, that keep people out, mm. when it's just the opposite. Mm. Uh, we have so many ways and, and so many opportunities for God's people to come to the church, mm. no matter where they're at in their life's uh, journey. So, uh, because that is true, and and I need the proper uh, guidance, <laughs> I turn to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we serve a God of order, and He's created order in His church, and so we try to do things in an orderly fashion. And so, yeah, we look at all the unique and varied uh, circumstances uh, that um, confront us, and and that that people bring when they when they approach the Catholic Church, and we we try and find an orderly way for bringing them into the body of Christ. Yeah. yeah. And and it's so beautiful. I you know, the work I do with RCIA, I, I couldn't have imagined years ago, uh, because I I would always watch it and I would always attend the Easter vigil and just cry like a baby because mm-hmm. you know the Holy Spirit moves in such a powerful way and mm-hmm. and these people who have been on this journey coming into the church, mm-hmm. I, I never could have imagined that one day I'd actually be involved with that yeah. in in a real and and directive way. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I am, I, I get to experience the wonder of of individual lives mm-hmm. on this journey and and it's it's very unique because everybody has their story mm-hmm. and everybody's on their journey and uh, and it's so personal and so beautiful I, i'm just humbled to walk with them yeah well it's great to have this opportunity to, to talk with you deacon leo again my name is father dan ketter i'm here with deacon leo gehafer and we are here for the spring pledge drive of 11 a.m 1160 the quest Power of prayer is the theme for this pledge drive, and so we urge uh, any and all who are listening to call in or go online and, and make a pledge. You can call us at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. That's four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or log on to thequestatlanta dot com, and you can make a donation there. You can also download the Quest app uh, and and donate there. So lots of ways you can support uh, the Quest radio station. Um, Deacon Leo, you're a cradle Catholic, right? Cradle Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Um, although I heard somebody say the other day that uh, really we're all converts. We're all converts because we're all in a process of ongoing conversion. And so we might say, yeah, I'm a cradle Catholic. Well, I'm a cradle Catholic, but I'm also a convert, right? You're a convert. We're all, we're all converts. We're on this process. We're on this journey. Well, you know, yeah. and it, it, uh, I tell my folks every year, I say, uh, you know, I am just almost uh, sinfully jealous mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Because as a cradle Catholic, um, I was brought up in the faith. I really didn't experience, didn't know, didn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I look at these people who have had whatever experience in their lives relative to their faith, and, and they're on this journey. And, and they do so with, uh, with such fervor and enthusiasm. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an adult, real commitment mm-hmm. for their lives. And, and I tell you, they come into the church and, and they're dynamos. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. they, they put us cradle Catholics to shame, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're in it uh, for the long haul. And I mean, they're ready to go and serve and, and, and love the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's such a beautiful witness for us cradle Catholics as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. I've often said the converts make the best Catholics. Uh, so that's great. And you get to see that on a regular basis. Can, can I jump in here real quick? And I just want to, I mentioned this yesterday, but I, I, I kind of made this observation a while ago that it, there are people who want to come to the United States that, you know, they're citizens somewhere else, a, a country that, you know, where they're repressed or whatever the case might be. And when they get here, if they can become citizens, that's like the happy, like they're just 
so happy and just mm-hmm. alive with the citizenship, you mm-hmm. know, like they're American now. And I kind of think it's the same mm-hmm. when people go through RCIA. My wife went through that 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like it, it's like a whole different thing you know when you're when you're born and raised here when you're a cradle catholic it's like yeah, okay I'm, I'm i like it and everything but it, it, it's just a whole new thing for them you know yeah and do you experience that i mean do you see that with the people going through rcia every time i mean mm-hmm. it's it's a hundred percent it's truly a hundred percent because the the rci process in and of itself is is a journey it doesn't happen overnight it happens over the course of months and and just like you said father dan it's, a, it's an ongoing process of a conversion of heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of learning that goes on in those months, mm-hmm. but it's really the conversion of heart. I, I tell my folks all the time, I said, uh, say that it's, uh, it's a head, heart, and hands thing. If, if what goes into your head doesn't sink down into your heart to allow you to grow more in love in this deeper, intimate relationship with Jesus himself— then it never comes out your hands mm-hmm. in the good works that he calls you to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I try to encourage them not to be overwhelmed by all of the learning and the catechesis, but to let all that become a means by which they fall more in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then they will be called, as God calls us all, to go out and love and serve his people. Amen. Well, I'm sure the people that you work with are blessed to have you uh, guiding them uh, during their their time in RCIA. How did you end up getting involved in in RCIA work? Because you said you were doing a lot of, you know, work with youth. Um, So how did you get in that? Well, it was uh, as God would have it. I always say uh, the opportunity presented itself. We had a change in staff. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I still do work with youth. I go with them on the mission trips. I help out with life teen in uh, in instances where they need my help, um, and uh, I, I work with the confirmation program. So I still like to keep my uh, hands involved with youth. I've uh, coached youth sports over the years, mm-hmm. and and certainly that uh, I don't know if it keeps me young or it makes me feel even more old, one or the mm-hmm. other. But it, it does something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then with this opening in the position, uh, Father Neil turned to me and said, "Would you take that on for us?" and and of course, as in all things, when our Lord calls you to something new and unusual, you, you sort of stop and shake your hands and your head and you say, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, and I, I just began. So it's, it's, it's a learning process for me, too, as, as I learn and grow with, with my people yeah. on a journey. And so how long has it been now that you've been doing the, the RCIA work? Well, it hasn't been that long, but it's, it's long enough for me to forget. It's, it's either three or four years, I think. Okay. I think maybe four years. Okay, great. Again, we're here on The Quest Catholic Radio, uh, our spring, spring Pledge Drive. The power of prayer is the theme, and we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about prayer and kind of how you um, help those you are working with uh, uh, develop uh, or cultivate a, a life of prayer. Maybe some of them really aren't uh, that familiar with how to pray, and you have to really you know, kind of help them take their initial steps in prayer. Or maybe people come with a very, very advanced prayer life, and you're going to help them uh, to develop that even further. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. But just want to urge any and all who are listening to to call in, to go online, to download the app, to uh, make a donation in support of the Quest. This Catholic radio is only made possible because we have generous uh, listeners, generous mm-hmm. donors. And so uh, please give a call, 470-508-1160, and make a pledge or go online to thequestatlanta.com. You can click on the, the donate button there uh, or download the Quest app, and it'll uh, be very obvious. And Father Dan, I just want to mention, uh, we've got these gift certificates. Uh, if if somebody calls before 8.30, got another 10 minutes here, uh, we're going to set you up with the uh, J. Christopher gift certificate, uh, or maybe a Slopes Barbecue gift certificate, or a Thai House mm-hmm. gift certificate. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that's some extra incentive. Those were donated to us. Great, you know, very generous uh, businesses, and we appreciate that. And if that's going to help you to donate... Well, that's all yours. And I also want to mention one other thing, if I could just take this opportunity. I, I was thinking, suppose I'm one of the listeners right now, and, and I've got something like that I want to get to another part of the country. I need to, to get it packaged up and shipped to another part of the country. What would I do? Um, I might go to the UPS store. 
at, <laughs> at 27, number 2774. It's in the Kroger uh, Crab Apple Shopping Center. And uh, I, I'm bringing this up just because. Deacon Leo, did you pay him to, <laughs> to go there? Well, no, not really, but I'm surely appreciative of it. Yeah, though. right. <laughs> You'll take it. No, actually, uh, the, the UPS store is is uh, one of our new business sponsors, and we really appreciate that. So uh, if, if you know anybody over there, Deacon. Well, I, yeah, I do. Uh, my <laughs> wife, Carol. <laughs> so we really do appreciate that. So, great. you know, we talk about what uh, what happened in, in 2004, um, and uh, that was when we took on the UPS store. Mm-hmm. And we've been blessed by God over the years to, to, to run a very good business. And, and I know Carol uh, works in every way to um, bring the presence of Christ mm. in there as part of how she runs the business mm-hmm. and um and we know that god blesses that so we we're so honored to do that mm-hmm. and been doing all these years and and uh dave thank you for bringing yes. that up and, yeah. and and certainly although i might have a little bit of a biased opinion but i do believe it's the best ups store in atlanta <laughs> there you go so no i get that out there right <laughs> well and we, we really do appreciate your support at the quest it's yeah. our honor we've i think we've been with you all from the very beginning mm-hmm. and uh we're so honored to do that because um, Catholic radio is something truly important, and we've we've longed for in our 30 years having mm-hmm. lived here in the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. uh, and now it's a reality. And so, mm-hmm. pray God we all support it. So please call in support, and uh, really take up the opportunity to support the pledge this uh, this day. Yeah. So again, we mentioned that the theme of the spring pledge drive is the power of prayer. So. Deacon Leo, uh, so pleased to hear you mention that. Uh, you know, in your work with the folks who are preparing to come into the church, um, that it's not just about uh, knowledge. It's not just about information. It's not just about, you know, uh, going through the catechism and, you know, committing things to memory or whatever, but it's really about um, uh, a journey. It's uh, growth in a relationship with the Lord. It's about conversion. And at the heart of, you know, our faith of a relationship with Jesus Christ of a person's conversion is prayer. I mean, that's like the bread and butter of the faith, right? Of, of the life of faith is a life of prayer. So I'll just kind of pose a, a general question. How do you approach the whole area, the whole topic of prayer with the people that you work with in RCIA? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's such a beautiful opportunity and, and I always come back to the reality of, of relationship, because when we talk about this personal relationship with Jesus Christ, that, that's the foundation of who we are. And I, I always also hearken back to the, the old Baltimore Catechism, you know, what are we created for? Why were we created? To know, love, and serve God, and a desire to spend eternity with Him. And, you know, you really can't have a relationship with somebody you don't know. That's... That's a foundational statement. It's like, you, you can't. And so how do we get to know our Lord? Uh, certainly we can read and learn and, and, and understand what we can about the reality of, of the faith handed on to us. But until we surrender ourselves to enter into this, this intimate relationship, and, it, and it's not an obligatory thing. You know, we talk about the practice of the faith and we're obligated to do this, that, or the other thing. And if that's the motivation, then that's not a relationship. Hmm. A relationship is not an obligation. It's a joy. It's it's an opportunity to enter into this intimacy with with another person, and uh, and prayer is a is a key aspect of that. And and certainly when I talk with um, my folks in the RCA program, I talk with them about how important it is to to allocate that time to spend, because in in simply using examples such as okay, think back to when you first entered into a relationship with you know someone in high school or even your your spouse. You know, how did that come about? Well, it happened over time. I mean, you committed time, they committed time, and the time spent together, things started to evolve in your understanding of each other and your knowledge of each other and your desire to spend more time with each other. And that's what happens for us in our humanity. It, it, you know, we, our Lord already has the relationship with us. He created us. It, it's perfect. But for us... We need to have that time. We need to spend that time. We need to enter into this communion with him. And, and prayer is a powerful way to do that. And it's just really a surrendering ourselves to, to this opportunity to, to want to know him and to love him. And when we do, then 
it's it's an amazing experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, there's so many different ways we pray as Catholics, as, as Christians. Um, how do you um, how do you expose you know those in RCIA to all these varied and different ways? You know, many of them are probably very unfamiliar with you know some of these ways in which we pray and and have certain preconceived notions maybe too about some of these what might seem kind of curious ways in which Catholics pray. So how do you, how do you open that up to, to all those who you're working with? Well, it's, it's kind of neat because um, so oftentimes those that come from um, other faith traditions, they're very good at um, more or less uh, freeform sort of praying. They, they pray from the heart. And, and, and I've always found that that was so beautiful. I mean, because this is just, a, it's an outpouring. You know, it's coming from the deepest part of them. And, and contrast that sometimes with the rote prayer that we as, as cradle Catholics, as an example, learned growing up, are our fathers, our Hail Marys, our Glory Bees. And, you know, we, we turn to those in, in every way, and, and rightfully so and beautifully so. But sometimes for us Catholics, it's a little more difficult to enter into that more heartfelt sort of outpouring of, of our lives to, to our Lord. And, and so I, I think that's where we combine the two. Because as they come with more, maybe more of a, uh, a free expression of, of their prayer to, to our Lord, uh, we bring some structure to that. And so what we do, uh, as a matter of fact, it's going to happen in a couple weeks, we have our, our uh, a life of prayer, a little retreat. And so we take the opportunity to not only explain the prayer and its origin and, and its significance, such as the Rosary, Divine Mercy Chaplet, of course we'll pray the Stations of the Cross, uh, we'll look at the Liturgy of the Hours. Um, goodness, I'm, I'm, I'm losing track of uh, all the different ways. Oh, there's but, so many, right? So yeah. many. Mm. And, and so we go through and we explain where they come from, mm-hmm. how they're used, and, and encourage them to, to do this. So we, we either pray a full rosary or a partial, and, and we'll do, the time, do with what we can the time we have. But we expose them to these forms of prayer so that they can better understand, okay, well, I see this, I understand it, I even know how to do it now. And then they can choose. Mm-hmm. They can choose mm-hmm. the ways that they want to engage. And, and, and truly, in every season, just as an example with the Stations of the Cross, I, I tell them, you know, we, we focus on that, particularly at Lent, but that's not reserved exclusively for Lent. Uh, whenever the cross that we all bear, right, becomes a little bit heavy, Walk that walk to Calvary with our Lord. I mean, it could be, you know, in September or, or July. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a way by which we, again, unite ourselves with Christ, and in particular, the suffering of Christ. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun when we talk about prayer, and we really start to dig into that, that opportunity we have to, to commune with our Lord that way. We're here with Deacon Leo Gehafer, who serves at St. Bridget Catholic Church, and we're talking about his work with the RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults, uh, and specifically the, the the element of prayer as it's uh, manifested in his work. Um, Deacon, it's so good to have you here and look forward to talking a little bit more in, in detail about uh, how people respond to these new and different forms of, of, of prayer that you expose them to. I'm curious to hear you know, what the, the range of reactions are to it. But uh, do we have, a, we have a break coming up, Dave? Yeah, we to, do, we uh, do. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Father Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, let, let's just take a walk down to the uh, – go down to the call center here. And uh, wow, we've got Genia uh, 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 from – uh, Milton has donated. Uh, Heidi, oh no, Heidi's from Milton. She donated, and uh, and then Bob uh, has donated as well. So we appreciate all the donations, and we'll come back here. And also, I just want to toss out that this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM eleven sixty The Quest. Uh, if you want to call in uh, your donation, I think we may still have those gift certificates. If you mention that uh, either online when you donate or uh, when you call in, uh, just mention the, the gift certificate to the restaurants. And I think we still have a couple of those left. Oh, and the big thing I want to mention, too, this just came in. Uh, we have a matching gift up to $3,000 this hour. Uh, somebody is going to match. So 
I just want to overexplain. If you make a $20 donation, that's a $40 donation. You make $100, it's $200. It is doubled. So this is really the best time between the gift certificates, doubling your pledge. It, it, it It's really the best time. So make that call, 470-508-1160. Uh, you can log on to questatlanta.com or get the Quest Atlanta app on your phone and you can donate that way. We'll be back in just a little bit. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our Spring Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Power of Prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through The Power of Prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. There have been scared or hurting moms and dads who had an appointment for an abortion but changed their minds at the last minute. Their minds were changed because of 40 Days for Life, a peaceful legal prayer vigil that reminds couples of the hope they can find in God's love. You can sign up for one or more hours at the next vigil, March 2nd through April 10th at 40daysforlife.com Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. Hello, I'm Marissa Pereira from St. Jude's Parish in Atlanta. You've discovered Atlanta's newest listener-supported Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO, East Point, Atlanta. Journey with us at www.thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents A Daily Dose of Virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. We make countless decisions every day. How often do you stop and ask yourself, what's the impact of this decision? Who does it affect? How is it going to affect them? There's a lot to consider when making a decision, especially an important one. And if you want that decision to flourish, there are two things to remember. First, consider the multiple dimensions to the decision you're about to make. Then, approach the decision as a virtuous leader or a good steward who recognizes the gifts and resources you have been given and how they can benefit others. That last part was key. We have to take into account the human dignity of each person impacted by our decision. Will they benefit or be harmed in some way? Every decision we make has a ripple effect for eternity. Let's make those decisions flourish for good. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. My name is Father Voldemir Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia. And here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants. And out of love for mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We who are sinful and unworthy, Pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you. And unto you do we send up glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. Our life as moms are so busy. We're driving to and from this activity, that sport, and we're just busy all the time. We need to take a moment for ourselves and to breathe. We need to find a resting place. Um, I know for me, I'm so busy with my children, I don't actually have much time of quiet. And when there is a moment of quiet, my brain is racing to process all the interactions and our images or experiences of my day. Um, how do you find a quiet place? 
How do you quiet your heart? We must remove things in our lives so that we can have our hearts as a resting place for Jesus. Take a moment and let him dwell inside of you. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer. Good morning. Dave Savage here. I am the programming and production manager here at The Quest. And we are so glad you are along with us this morning. We've got uh, Father Dan Ketter and Deacon Leo Gehafer um, here with us this morning up until 9 o'clock. Well done. Yes, thank you. You're getting good at that, Dave. Thank you. I, you know, I think I think there was just a slight hesitation because of the way it's spelled. It's Gayfer. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, just to remind you, um, this is the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive, and if you would like to make a pledge or a donation, uh, anything is welcome. Any any amount, honestly. If if it's one dollar, if that's what you can handle, we're, we're happy. And and if it's too much don't think it's too much we can, we can take any amount uh 470-508-1160 is the number to call you can log on to thequestatlanta.com or download the quest atlanta app get that on your phone you can donate that way as well and also it's important to mention right now up until nine o'clock uh we have a matching gift up to three thousand dollars so uh it, it'll double whatever you've got if you've got a hundred dollars it's going to be a two hundred dollar donation so get that in and uh make sure you take advantage of that up until nine o'clock how about those restaurant gifts gift cards do we know anything about we, you those? know i was going to check on in the in the room there and i couldn't find out but i think we still have some of those available as well so if you want one of the restaurant gift certificates uh check with them uh, when you call in or when you make your uh, donation online. And if nobody claims the J. Christopher's gift card, then uh, Deacon Leo and I are going to go have some blueberry crunch cakes later on today. <laughs> what better way to start today other than prayer? Yeah, amen. <laughs> amen. Pray over those crunch cakes. <laughs> Bless them and eat them. <laughs> oh, Deacon Leo, earlier you said uh, that uh, with regard to... Um, converts to the faith you're at times almost sinfully jealous of you know the unique perspective that they have on the church and their appreciation for the faith and i can say i'm almost sinfully jealous of your opportunity to work with the folks in rcia we were talking during the break about just what a what a neat ministry that is what a neat group of people to to work with their their enthusiasm their openness their their yeah their their um their zeal, their transparency, oftentimes, you know, and sharing their story and what brought them there. So it's, uh, yeah, you're you're blessed to to be able to 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 work in that aspect of the life of the parish, the life of the church, and they're Absolutely. they're they're blessed to have you. So uh, we're talking in in line with uh, the theme of this pledge drive, the power of prayer. We're talking about the element of prayer, the dimension of prayer in your work with the folks in RCIA, um, and. Uh, Let's talk about two specific kinds of, of prayer that you introduce the folks to. First, praying with the scriptures, and then second, uh, you know, praying with our Lord's sacramental presence in the Holy Eucharist. Praying with the scriptures, um, how, do you, how do you approach that with your folks? It's a wonderful opportunity because many of the, uh, the other faith traditions, uh, the ecclesiastical communities, they're, they're very well Bible-based. So they probably come to the table with a, a greater understanding and experience with scriptures than, than many of the Catholics, for sure. And so that's, a, that's an open opportunity for them. And what we do is we, we guide them through a, a meditative process of not just reading the scripture, not just trying to uh, discern what they can from the scripture, but just to, to be in the presence of our Lord in the midst of the scripture, uh, to allow that that word of God just to penetrate their hearts, um, enter into their minds in such a way that they they reflect upon God's goodness, God's love, the understanding that whatever it is they're they're encountering in the Scripture can have relevance to them in their life and and their journey of faith. 
Uh, and then that's a beautiful opportunity for them. They, they look at that as, you know, that's kind of in their wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And, and all we're doing is maybe putting up some guardrails mm-hmm. around how they, they experience our Lord in scriptures mm-hmm. uh, in a new and different way. Yeah. And, and so it, it works pretty well. They, they enjoy that. Yeah. Do you have um, uh, a specific kind of methodology that you introduce them to? Like, you know, there's kind of the traditional four steps of Lexio Divina. Uh, do you kind of get down to that level of, of sort of presenting kind of those four traditional steps in Lexio Divina? Or do you keep it more kind of broad in general? Well, we, you know, what I, what I don't want to do too much is to... Um, inhibit their experience in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Although we do introduce the, the formal process of entering into Lectio Divina, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't restrict them to that and say, you know, if you're, if you're in that moment, and, and as we all do when we come to Scripture, you know, we've got things that are already weighing on our hearts. And, and so what we do is we, we look at Scripture, and then it starts to speak to us. And, and I, I, I tell them, so, you know, if, if you're caught in a place there where you're just, you're just resting in, in our Lord's Word in that moment, then, then let that be. Mm-hmm. Let that be. Let him speak to you mm-hmm. in, in that moment. So, I, I, yes, uh, to your, your questions specifically, mm-hmm. um, but but then again, I, I always encourage him, let God be God. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, you mentioned that um, it's a way of encountering Christ's presence, you know? And that's so beautiful that you say that, because we don't necessarily think of encountering the presence of Christ Christ in reading the scriptures, say, in the way that we think of being in his presence when we go to Eucharistic adoration, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But it's very true that uh, Christ is present when his word is proclaimed. That's uh, his word, the inspired word of God. And so when we open up the scriptures, when we read the scriptures, Christ really does become present to us. Absolutely. And you know, the encouragement is always that, you know, as we have our other forms of prayer, to uh, don't leave the Bible resting on the nightstand. You know, uh, enter into the Word of God on a daily basis just so that um, you, you maintain that connection. Because, again, it's, it's just the opportunity to enter more deeply into this intimate relationship because I've always considered the Bible as, as God's love story to his people, Right. And, and it plays out so beautifully over the course of the ages. And, and, and we draw inspiration from all those who journeyed before us and, and said yes to what mm-hmm. God was calling them to. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, we see the reality of, of their intimate relationship with Jesus, how it plays out in their lives, the ups and downs that they encountered that we can certainly relate to as part of life's journey. And then just continue to make that a part of, of your prayer life. So, and, and nowadays you have so many wonderful opportunities with, with things like, you know, praying the Bible in a year, or there's podcasts, mm-hmm. there's books, there's, and, and so people can take up the challenge to say, okay, well, I'm actually going to do this in a formatted way. Again, allowing our Lord to just speak to me yeah. in, in the moment of prayer. Yeah. It's kind of the both end, right? We have a certain structure and methodology, but at the same time, uh, we, have to allow the Holy Spirit to move and inspire and speak in whatever way and whatever manner he wants to. And I'll mention, too, that uh, you were talking about the different uh, form, you know, with the modern technology and everything, with the apps and everything. Uh, we have the Book of Esther on uh, the, the Quest Atlanta app and also at the, the questatlanta.com. So if you want to check that out, uh, the Book of Esther, it, it's, it's an awesome uh, series. So uh, you can do that. And while I'm here, uh, can I? I'm just going to take a little trip down to the uh, uh, down to the call center, and because uh, we got a few few of these coming in here. Um, uh, Julie from uh, Marietta. Uh, we got uh, Luis from Marietta. Uh, Tim from Marietta. Uh, we also have um, Christine and Ed in honor of Father Ketter. Oh. And they got the Thai House gift card. Christine and Ed. All right. So they, send me dates to join you for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought maybe they might get the J. Christopher one so that they could take you. But I like well, they Thai can do food that too. too. Yeah, right. I'm not picky. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, also, Michael from Alpharetta, we thank everybody for your donations and uh, for supporting the quest. Uh, once again, that's 470 508 1160. You can log on to thequestatlanta.com or the Quest Atlanta app, where you can find the Book of Esther. You can also make a donation there. And I just want to remind you, too, up until 9 o'clock, got another 15 minutes or so, uh, that every gift 
every, every donation will be matched. So your $50 becomes 100 your, your 100 becomes 200 It will double your amount that you give. I love that. That's a twofer. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> twofer Wednesday. I got to believe that for some of the folks in RCIA, um, that to hear a presentation uh, or a teaching on how we appreciate the scriptures and uh, love the scriptures and, and pray with the scriptures has to maybe be a little bit comforting for some because they've probably, you know, picked up along the way some of the stereotypes. Oh yeah, like the Catholics don't, you know, they don't read their Bibles or they don't believe in the, the word of God or whatever. So to hear um, us present the centrality of the scriptures in our Catholic faith, probably for some is, you know, uh, yeah, a bit of a reassurance, like, okay, uh, this this feels like like home. Yeah, well, and, and because one of the focuses uh, of what we do in our, our catechetical process is, is the Mass, uh, with the Eucharist being the source and summit of our faith, uh, we want the folks to truly understand the gift we have in the Mass. And so uh, one of the teachings is, is a biblical walk through the Mass, mm-hmm. so they can see very clearly how scripturally rooted the Mass is, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they can have a better appreciation for the fact that, you know, we as Catholics, to your point, um, we, we didn't leave the Bible on the nightstand. It's, yeah. it's every part of everything we do. Right. It's a Catholic book, right? It's a Catholic the, book. The, the Lord gave us the, <laughs> the scriptures through his church. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a Catholic book that every Catholic should be familiar with. So, a form of prayer that, you know, is probably for many of them going to be different and um, perhaps a bit um, uncomfortable. Uh, is Eucharistic adoration. Okay. But that's very important. Obviously, you uh, mentioned the Eucharist being the source and summit of our Catholic faith. So um, how do you approach introducing your uh, candidates and catechumens to our tradition of, of uh, the form of prayer of Eucharistic adoration? We're very blessed at St. Bridget to have perpetual adoration of our, our Blessed Lord in the Eucharist. And that is such a gift to a mm-hmm. parish. I think it's a it's a... A distinguishing gift that yeah. we have. Almost from the beginning of the parish, you guys have had perpetual adoration. In fact, when I was a seminarian there, I was early in the life of the parish, there was the campaign to get people to sign up to be adorers and, and launch perpetual adoration. So, yeah, it's been from the beginning virtually. It has, and, and it takes hundreds of people. It, it really does to, to have our Lord just exposed there for us to come and adore Him uh, 24-7. And what a beautiful gift for the church. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine the blessings that we receive just because we have our Lord exposed and, and adored all day and all night. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's interesting because when we come to that point of, of really exposing and, 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 un, and developing an understanding, I should say, of, you know, what is, you know, adoration of our Lord and, and how in this true presence, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus himself that we expose in this, this monstrance, and we get to sit there in the presence of Jesus. It, it's a little bit foreign, obviously, for those coming into the church, but what's fascinating is that as they submit themselves, to ju- and they don't have to do anything other than just sit, just be, transformations happen, mm. beautiful transformations. And, and I'll give you a, a quick little story of something that happened one day. I was leaving the, the church one afternoon, and walking across the parking lot, and it was virtually empty, and all of a sudden, this car just starts to accelerate towards me. And, and as it got closer, I began to wonder, you know, I have a clerical, I'm thinking, is, is somebody going to run over me? But right. in, in fact, they didn't, but they pulled up quickly and stopped, rolled down the window, and this, this woman spoke to me very hurriedly, and she said, I come here every day to that chapel. I'm not Catholic, but I come to that chapel every day on my way home from work, because when I sit in that chapel, I feel the presence of God. And she said, thank you, and left. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How about that? And you're, you're standing stunned in the parking lot. Uh. But it, it never left me yeah. because it, it spoke so clearly of the mm-hmm. fact that even if you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. Lord is, is reaching out to you and, and touching your heart, just, just being in the presence. Yeah. And so that's the gift that, that those on this RCA journey get to experience when I encourage them and say, on your own, because it's 24 7, mm-hmm. come when you want. Mm-hmm. Spend some time sitting with our Lord. And then when you do, just let God be God, mm-hmm. right? 
Then what we're going to do on our, our, our Life of Prayer retreat day, I will expose the Blessed Sacrament, and, and we'll spend our day in prayer mm-hmm. before our Lord. And then we'll also spend some quiet time, and then we'll end with, it, with benediction. Mm-hmm. And, and this, again, will give them that experience of, as they live their lives, we know that our Lord walks with us. Mm-hmm. And in this intentional way, we can sit in the presence of God and, and, and bring all that we have to bring and, and take all that he has to give, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's not dependent on either one. It's just being there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's terrific. I'd like to mention, too, that um, four days a week here, we have adoration here at the Quest. Mm-hmm. So in the studio we're in right now, right on the other side of this wall, we have a, a beautiful little chapel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have adoration there pretty much from 10 a.m. to 2 or 3 p.m. Uh, Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, uh, just knowing that that is there, like you can just take, 10 minutes and just mm-hmm. be there you know just a little break and it's it's so nice to be uh in in the chapel yeah what and uh, i'll just jump in here as well and just mention that this is the power of prayer spring pledge drive on am 1160 the quest uh you can call in your pledge at 470-508-1160 log on to the questatlanta.com or get the quest atlanta app and we've got like ooh, less than 10 minutes left if you want to double your mat double your donation we've got a matching gift up to three thousand dollars so if you want to do that uh this is a great time to do it within get it in before nine o'clock and you can double that donation uh father yeah so when, since we're getting to the, the end of our hour let me um direct my question a little bit more personally to you deacon leo um again keeping with this whole theme of prayer how do you as the one charged with leading these folks uh into the church on their journey guiding them uh on their journey into the church how do you pray about that ministry that's been entrusted to you and pray for the people the specific people that you're working with yes that's you know and that's really important the um, I, again, I feel humbled to be able to do this, and and I get to experience um, so many wonderful conversion stories, and and how it changes the lives of families. I, I've had instances where individuals have come and they've um, their lives have been changed, turned around, put on a new path, uh, with new wonderful excitement for the future, and and this relationship with our Lord. I've seen families united in faith where. You know, it was a mixed religion marriage, and, and then all of a sudden, the witness of the, the Catholic uh, individual and the call of God uh, moves the heart of, of the non-Catholic to, to come into the Catholic faith, and now there's a family united in faith. I see so many beautiful things happen in the course of this, and I, and I know God is at work at every moment in every way. And, and I, I pray for our people who are on this journey. Uh, I, I try to pray for them daily because, as, as we all know, um, there's, there's other forces at work, too, <laughs> that can distract us and, and lead us away from, from God's call. So I, I pray that they remain faithful and that they, they live uh, lives of encouragement in, in the family and, and certainly in our community as our community gets behind these, these individuals on a journey. And, you know, personally, as, as a a member of the clergy, we, we pray the liturgy of the hours on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I found is in my work at the church, I consider every day a walk in God's divine providence. And, and when I started there, I was uh, coming from corporate America, and I, I, I learned the corporate routine, right? You know, you, you identify your work, you schedule your work, you plan your work, you execute your work, and, and you get it done. And I came with that mentality to, to the job at the church only to find out that that's not what God brought me there for. <laughs> After all the frustration I experienced and, and not getting my work done as I wanted to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody kept knocking on the door and saying, Deacon Leo, can I talk to you? Can I talk? And, and, and then God hit me with this, ex- this experience of, I called you there not to do your list, mm-hmm. but my list. And when you take care of my to-do list, I'll take care of yours. Mm-hmm. And I surrendered to that long ago, and it's worked out perfectly, but... But it involves me praying all day long because I, I never know what God is going to be gracious enough to send me, mm-hmm. fully realizing I don't have the answers to all these things, but I just want to be a witness of his love mm-hmm. in those situations. So, so prayer for me is an, is an extremely important aspect of, of my life in every way, in family and faith, but, um, but also for the, 
the folks in RCIA and, and their journey, because it's really important we pray for them. Well, you've, you're a blessing to them, no doubt. Uh, they are fortunate to have you guiding them. Dave, do I have time for one more question? For yeah, go ahead, that? go okay. ahead. So, um, more, it's kind of an invitation, I would say. We know that we have non-Catholics who listen to the quest. And so, there's a chance that, you know, we've got some listening right now. Um, what would you maybe offer what 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 word would you share with uh, maybe some non-Catholic listeners who are tuned in right now, who are I don't know maybe curious about this whole RCIA thing, the whole Catholic thing, and and uh, this this path that we offer, this invitation that we offer to people to come join the fullness of the faith in the Catholic Church. Well, I, I honestly I can't get original on that. The only thing I can say is be not afraid. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Be not afraid. Um, the fact is our Lord is calling us every moment of every day to something new and wonderful, because that's all he can do, and, and he does. And the question is, where are we in our life's journey to be open to that, to be receptive, and, and then reliant enough upon his grace to, to take that step, right? That, that first step that is always the most difficult one, right? To say yes. And, and again, Scripture shows us countless lives of those individuals who allow God to lead them, taking that first step, only to change their lives forever. So, is it worth it? Eternally. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Leo, for saying yes to God's call in your life to Praise serve God. in the church as a, as a deacon and to serve the, the good people of St. Bridget who are desiring full communion uh, with the Catholic Church. You are a blessing to St. Bridget. You're a blessing to those people. You're a blessing to the church. You're a blessing to me. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I say always, uh, by the grace of God, to the glory of God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, and I, I want to throw one more thing on, on, on your comment, uh, what you're answering his question about if a non-Catholic is thinking about this. My wife was not Catholic when we got married. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, you know, we agreed, obviously, we got married in the church, so we agreed to raise our children Catholic. And so she thought, yeah, I just want to know more about Catholicism. I don't, she didn't know that much about it and me being a cradle catholic i couldn't teach her anything <laughs> so, oh dave great honesty there <laughs> no but but so she she went to rcia not with the intention of necessarily becoming catholic she just wanted to see what it was all about but the more she got involved mm -hmm. the more she's like this is beautiful i need to be a part of this and now she is catholic yeah. so yeah. It, you know that's the thing if, if even if you're just wondering about it i think rcia would be a good you know, just show up. Just show up. We yeah. have lots of folks that inquire every year. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we welcome them to come and ask your questions, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't cost you a thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. So I'll mention that this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. I want to get in a couple uh, things here just before the top of the hour. Uh, that uh, I want to mention that anyone who donates or calls in uh, will be registered for a chance to win a VIP Pilmer pil <laughs> pilgrimage easy for you to yes, say exactly <laughs> to uh to for two to ewtn and the shrine of the most blessed sacrament uh or you might uh get a beautiful piece of religious artwork donated by artist sally kazan uh or a framed picture of the divine mercy so uh after the three days of the pledge driver over somebody who has called in or donated is going to win those things and that's nice. fantastic um and then let uh, real quick let's just check in here at the call can center. they win some blueberry crunch cakes too <laughs> i think so okay We're, you're gonna see one of those in the collection plate i think probably, <laughs> right. uh yeah uh otilia uh from jonesboro has called in uh johanna from uh marietta in in honor of father catter uh johanna yeah, Jim from uh, Midlothian, Virginia, all the way from Midlothian. Wow. Yeah, thank you, Jim, uh, for calling in. And also uh, Gary and Lori from Gainesville have made a donation, and we really appreciate that. Um, uh, well, one last thing I just wanted to mention, too, that if you... Uh, if, if you if you become a uh, you could become a coffee a quest coffee club member by committing to a monthly donation of any amount you will receive one of these cool coffee mugs with the quest logo on it that's pretty oh, cool I like huh? that that is cool and, I got one I got one and before we get out of here I just want to mention uh, so let's say I have one of these quest coffee mugs and let's say I've got a friend say in Midlothian Virginia and I want to get this to him 
How would I do that? Well, Dave, let me recommend the <laughs> UPS store. <laughs> we we really do thank uh, thank you, Deacon, for the uh, uh, becoming a, a new business sponsor, the UPS store. That's the one in Kroger Crab Apple Shopping Center. And here's the thing: I've I've got a UPS store one mile from my house. But if I know that there's, and not just because you're sitting here, but if I know that somebody runs a business who's a good Catholic, I'm gonna go out of my way to be there. So I I would encourage anybody to, you know, all the UPS stores are good, but this one's probably a little better than the rest of them. Well, we're very fortunate because we do run a good store. Uh, My wife, Carol, does an excellent job. And so people do make an extra trip to Mm -hmm. come see us. And then then the... uh, the added faith po- uh, piece is just just mm-hmm. icing on the cake. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Sure it is. Gentlemen, thank you so much for You're being welcome. here thank today. You, Dave. Great to be with you. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is the power of prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, the Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to the Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at the Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. Whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at at the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that and it's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week and we have 
Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, it's nice to come in here and, and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for almost, for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so. If there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? Is your soul worth $20 a month? I don't know why you would. When you do have that access, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teaching. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes pull this all together and be on the air, it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive. (laughs) For your soul, if it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com. Or right from your phone, download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the 